Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. And now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. On today's program, we're talking about something that all companies are very focused and invested in, and that is brand. And I'm excited to have brand expert Alex Crawford joining us today. Alex, welcome to the program. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for uh, inviting me along. So, Alex, uh, maybe a good place to start is just giving us more of your background and experience in working with companies optimize their brand positioning and performance. Sure, Dan. Um, I, I started um, working on brand over 20 years ago. Um, I actually started you know, doing broad marketing, marketing communications, but very early had an opportunity to focus on brand and brand strategy. And it was an easy choice, an exciting choice for me because I, um, I really enjoyed brand and I found them one of the most stimulating and challenging problems an organizational company faces and also one of the more strategic. Um, in, in my mind, the, you know, brand is the foundation in many ways that can drive all your marketing activities. So it has a, it's a very impactful um, place to, to put your efforts. So from my perspective, both uh, personally exciting and sort of very impactful for the organization I worked for or advised, uh, brand was um, something that really uh, excited me. And with so many companies competing intensely for market share, what role does brand identity and strategy really play, especially for companies that are business to business focused versus the companies that are appealing to a broader consumer audience? Sure. Let me start by 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 talking about uh, my perspective on brand, and that is that I believe that every company has a brand. Um, every company has customers who have perceptions, both emotional and rational, of the company, and so everyone has a brand. The real question is how well thought out or managed uh, is that brand? How consciously does the the company think about that brand? And that's what really makes the difference. You'll see that the most successful companies often really think about their brand, really think about how customers perceive them and, and, and manage it very authentically. That's what separates them from often unsuccessful companies. In the world of business to business, I would actually argue the brand is as equally as important as in the consumer word world, if if not, maybe perhaps a bit more. Um, the reality when you're selling to other businesses, business to business, is that you're still dealing with people and people with emotions, people who have reputations to, to be careful about, people who uh, want to make good decisions. So in the consumer world, if you're you know, buying a jacket at Nordstrom's, um, that, that's certainly an emotional decision that you think about brand. But buying a cloud-based um, you know, customer management system that costs hundreds of thousand dollars is, it, you know, is even more of a critical decision and even more of a reflection on you as a human, as a person, as a, as a, as a leader. So, you know, I would argue that brand um, is just as important in business to business as it is in consumer. So for these business to business organizations where brand is so important, what are some of the most common barriers that they're going to face in effectively defining and marketing their brand? 
Well, first of all, the, the, the curious challenge most, most companies will often have to begin with is not actually understanding what brand is or kind of having a, what I would say, maybe a, a limited understanding of it. They may think of brand as their logo or identity or perhaps an advertising campaign. And while all of those are important ways of communicating a brand, they're, they're actually not the brand itself. So if you think of brand as more strategic, as like I said earlier, that's where it's the perception that, that your customers have of you. And then your question is, how do you create authentically a, the perception you want in the minds of your customers? Then you, then you really understand the true value of, of brand. And the second thing that, that organizations um, struggle with is leadership sponsorship if you will, of brand. So when I've been involved with branding exercises and organizations, both as part of the organization and as an advisor, it's the key is to get senior, as senior as you can get in many cases, understanding and commitment to brand um, because that really can drive it through and across the organization. So I would say just those two things, understanding what brand is and getting commitment and senior leadership behind it. And, and brand is really something that transcends regional or country barriers, right? This is truly a global uh, opportunity for companies. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, there, I, I mean, there's going to be regional differences, obviously, in how people perceive businesses or don't perceive businesses and stuff like that. But the notions behind brand of, of building a strong perception in your customers' minds and hearts is, is definitely global. And once a company embraces and prioritizes developing their brand, what are the kinds of measurable business results that usually are most impacted by their execution? Well, the, the interesting thing about brand is, um, it, you know, it actually can affect so much part of the business and not just in marketing. You start first with um, the marketing piece of it, though, you know, brand, uh, if you consciously think about your brand, it can help you drive all of your marketing and all of your marketing communications from advertising to demand generation to thought leadership and PR, all of them can now come from a very strong foundation that once you understand your brand, you can then use that as a guide or North Star to direct all of those communications. Um, but it goes beyond that, obviously. I mean, some of the, some of the important business results that are driven by brand, customer awareness, gives you shortened sales cycles, um, you know, a premium spot in your customer's mind and heart allows you to charge premium um, for that product. Think about the obvious difference between what Starbucks can charge for a cup of coffee versus a generic cup of coffee at, say, a 7-Eleven or something. Um, you know, you can get that premium when you've got a well-managed brand. You shorten those sales cycles. And in critical sort of in today's digital age, another thing that uh, strong brand gives you is customer evangelism um, that is now sort of amplified by social media and tools like tweet, Twitter and such, where your customers, once you if you can, can, can move them from loyal to evangelists, then become your brand ambassadors or you know, part of your brand communication team in some ways. Um, so you've got a lot of very important uh, business results that can drive from brand. The challenge is how do you measure that impact on the growth of the business? Um, 
And it's, it's not an easy challenge to overcome because you're talking about an intangible asset such as, you know, customer perception. You see, you can, you, there's other assets that are important to a company that are much more easy to measure um, than something as intangible as an asset. So the way you approach it is to try to build up data points that, um, that paint a picture of the impact of brand. Um, and commonly, uh, custom companies look at things like brand awareness, uh, measure brand awareness. They measure, measure brand perception on certain attributes relative to their competitors. They measure customer satisfaction, actually, is a nice way to get at some of the um, impact of brand on customers. So you use a, several data points like these to sort of add up to a whole picture that shows you the health of the brand. Um, and uh, that, that composite gives you a sense of, of what your brand is. Um, and, uh, but again, it's not, it's not an easy thing to measure. But it, it, the, and the other thing, of course, is to benchmark. Um, as you begin a, a process of managing your brand or as you make some changes to your brand, you get, you know, you get some benchmark scores around some of those things like awareness and loyalty and satisfaction. And then you measure them again over time to see if what you're doing to consciously manage your brand is having an impact. Um, so again, a challenging thing to do, but it's doable and it's definitely sort of worth doing. So what you're really saying is research plays a very critical role in sustaining and ensuring that that investment in brand gets a high return. Yeah, I think I do think research is is very key um, when, when it comes to brand. And you have to be very careful with it, very selective with it. Um, and you need to do a combination of quantitative and qualitative. So those numbers are great to benchmark and to show progress. But also talking to customers or partners, you know, in a qualitative or a qualitative way, you know, one-on-one -on -one interviews and focus groups also gives you some really rich information um, that can also be benchmarked. You can see, you know, we talked to, you know, X number of customers at this point in time, learned this, and then a year or two later, we, we, we learned, you know, that we are changing, we are making some progress. So, you know, yes, you definitely need to use a combination, too, of quantitative and qualitative. Well, as we start to wrap up uh, today's session, Alex, any other resources that you'd suggest for our listeners if they want to find out more about successful brand strategy and execution? Well, there's a lot. Of, the literature on, on brand, both online and in, you know, the old-fashioned book, is pretty extensive. There's just tons of, of material out there. Um, I would urge one word of caution. Um, there's so much material out there. You have to be, and it's, 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 you know, brand is one of those things that's both very simple and very hard to do. And um, some, a lot of the, a lot of the literature out there around brand is, is makes it almost more complicated. People are creating all these complicated systems and frameworks that in some ways make it more challenging than it is. However, there are some there's some really good um, sort of experts out there who have talked about brands I really turn to and like a lot. My favorite actually is uh, a gentleman named Jack Trout, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. But he wrote along with his partner Al Rice, or his early partner Al Rice, a number of key books on brand that I find uh, 
you know, they were written some, some years ago, five, 10, 20 years ago, but, in, but uh, they're still relevant today. They're very, they're very applicable to the sort of the digital age and some of the changes that are happening today. My personal favorite is a book called Big Brands, Big Trouble. Which, um, you know, as we talk, as we, we talk about failure as a way of learning and, uh, um, you know, it's, it's troublesome to, to fail yourself. The nice thing about this book is he catalogs a series of brand failures by, you know, companies that you know and probably buy from. But what he does is he extracts these great lessons on branding um, from these from these uh, mistakes uh, that that business leaders made, and so it's a great learning tool um, without a lot of excess jargon and stuff. So it's very, it's a very fun read as well. Well, thanks for sharing that, Alex, and thanks again for joining us today. You're welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me on. And don't forget to check out marketimpactnow.com for the latest updates on business leadership perspectives. Until next time, so long.